Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Aaron. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com and you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind the scenes videos and two minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can also find us every Monday morning from 6 to 6.30 at bff.fm. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We are headed back to the Sundance Film Festival uh, with the filmmakers of the new Netflix film coming out on Wednesday, July 8th called Mucho Mucho Amor. We are with director Christina Constantini and Kareem Tapsch, and you will hear in this intro our friend uh, from Sundance, John Wildman, with me on this interview. Um, really a delightful film. It focuses on um, the astrologer Walter Mercado, and um, I didn't know what to expect from this film, and I really loved it, and I got a really cool pin for my jean jacket from the filmmakers. So enjoy the interview and see you on the other side. I'm your host, John Wildman. Joining me on this segment from my Bitch Talk team is Aaron Lim. And this segment is going to be about the documentary Mucho Mucho Amor, which screens in the U.S. documentary competition at Sundance. Okay, let's start off. Uh, one of you, you guys, you rock, paper, scissors, decide who does this, but tell us about the film. Karim, go. Uh, uh, <laughs> Christina decided. Uh, <laughs> be me. Not me. <laughs> uh, so, Mucho Mucho More is a documentary about Walter Mercado, who uh, was this iconic uh, television personality throughout uh, Latin America and the United States, um, who every day uh, at 5.45 in the afternoon came on TV with his horoscope predictions and this kind of amazing, beautiful message of love and peace. Uh, an inspiration that he transmitted. We grew up with Walter. Uh, he was a daily presence in the home, <laughs> and he was unlike anyone you, we had ever seen before. Anyone had ever seen. <laughs> anyone, yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah. I was going to jump in. Anyone. <laughs> anyone. Yes. Yeah. We we kind of describe him as a like Latino Oprah meets Mr. <laughs> Rogers dressed as Liberace, um, and uh, we were obsessed with him. And uh, and so our film is kind of about his unlikely rise to fame and uh, chronicles his sudden disappearance. After decades on TV, he just disappeared overnight. So we found him. Well, and, you know, it was so fascinating mm -hmm. about, I mean, he is such a larger-than-life, larger-than-film, larger-than-anything-you-can-imagine mm -hmm. character. Uh, and yet, at the same time, he's so personable and so open, you know, with, with, the, with the interviews that, that you guys do uh, in, in the film, that I was just transfixed. And, and, and you know, and I... I I have. Where did you start with this thank, thing? Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, I you know, Walt, uh, um, Karim and I grew up with Walter, and so we knew the man that we saw on television every single day. But what we didn't expect was the man that we we got when we started rolling our cameras, which is he is incredibly intelligent, incredibly well read. But uh, I think what surprises most is he's hilarious. And so yes. the film is, a lot of the film is kind of a back and forth between us and him. Of He, is, yeah. he has the most amazing one-liners. He is really flirtatious and fun. And so um, getting to know Walter over the past two and a half years uh, has been really an immense pleasure. And we feel, we fell in love also with the man that he really is and he is 
the, he's kind. He is full of love. You know, his message was mucho, mucho amor. That was above all was was he he wanted people to approach the world and approach others with a lot of a lot of love. And he deep down is a very loving, loving man. And um, you know, it, it, it. I think he taught us a lot. And I think that love comes across uh, and the, in our movie. And I, I do want to touch upon the uh, comedy, though, in the film. And I think it's Kareem that is asking him about the plastic surgery. Yeah. And then uh, you hear him again because you're saying, are you saying you, you don't have plastic surgery? And I love that he's like, well, I've had special arrangements. It's right here. <laughs> I was cracking up. So can you talk more about the, those comedic elements? Yeah. He, it, he really is. A natural comedian. <laughs> you know, it, it, the the thing that's funny is he's, his background is so varied. He started as a dancer. Mm-hmm. He went on to do theater, and then he went on to telenovelas. So he kind of has all of these things that were, came together in this personality of the astrologer. Um, but his sense of humor is so innate. Um, he also knows, he's used it to his benefit in many ways, not just to endear himself, but also in how to evade a good question. Yep. Um, and, you know, so we, Christina's an investigative journalist, so, you know, she's, you're not going to get away without answering her question, but uh, he, he's so cute that we, we use so much of it. Um, and he's willing to talk about things, mm-hmm. and... Well, in his own way, in his own way, he gives it all his spin. Um, he's, the, I think the great thing about him is he's in on the joke. Right. You yes. know, always, he yeah. take, he's always was very serious about what he did and took it very serious and respected and adored his audience. Uh, but he was never above poking fun at himself and, uh, and letting you in, you know, his jokes, his responses. We're always like a nudge and a wink to the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked to him about the plastic surgery, yeah. and he was like, "Not major plastic surgery, <laughs> right? Just little little arrangements, <laughs> special Botox, like the Cole kid." Yes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and you know, how do you not love that answer? I loved yeah. it. He's answering you. My my um, other favorite moment is when we we are pushing him to talk about his sexuality. He doesn't yes. like yes. talking yes. about his sexuality, yeah. and he he doesn't like talking about it. He was born in 1932. It right. is you know he was way ahead of his time. In many ways but he still he still would not say you know like i am attracted to men he didn't want to have those conversations and so we were pushing him we're pushing him we're pushing him and kareem says well walter you're not telling us that you're a virgin yes and he takes a step back and he looks at us and then he gets this little flirtatious face and he goes the only one in town yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and, and yeah. it actually it also <laughs> shut down we were in tears and it shut down our line of questioning and so he's a brilliant he's highly media trained he's yeah he yeah, directs the conversation in the way that he wants and, and and yeah he but he was a real pleasure to work with we were there was so much so much laughter behind the camera and in front of the camera so yeah. i think that the film is really a joyful film it's a celebration of Walter and we live in times where you know there's so much hatred there's so much um, our politicians uh, preach about divisions and and the differences between religions and races but for us it feels like this is the time for Walter Mm. we need Walter's message now more than ever and um, people people we hope people fall in love with him and really uh, and connect with that message and love and we hope to spread his message more. Well, and there's also, you know, the, the the elements of, you know, in almost a cliche way, the 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 signing over uh, of of his stuff and, and and the contractual thing that you know that 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 pro, that time that he went through, um, and yet he still comes out of that, you know, 
not not you know as far as what we're able to see um he comes out unscathed and and he comes out you know not bitter and 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 it's it's remarkable um talk about again you know you grew up with him so to speak but talk about the surprises as you started working on the documentary you started digging into his life you know what what you know for both of you what, what were the elements where you go oh i would have never expected this you know i think the fact that Walter, just when he grew up and where he grew up mm-hmm. and who he was, mm-hmm. confronted lots of challenges. I mean, you know, being someone who's so unlike anyone else mm-hmm. around in in that era, in Puerto Rico, in, you know, we're talking about the 40s and 50s, and he was always himself. He would not dwell on those things. He didn't really like talking about it because he would say, I don't, I don't focus on the negative Mm -hmm. but it wasn't easy we know it wasn't easy we know that he grew up in a very kind of heteronormative homophobic culture machista and Mm -hmm. you know he still went through and said this is who i am very important (coughs) excuse me very important encouragement from his mother was really crucial early on and he's uh in every room of his house at 88 there's a photo of his mother um, and she absolutely gave him permission to be himself, and I think that was really crucial to it. Um, and I think that his positive attitude, that it will, everything will always work out, mm-hmm. he absolutely said that. He's like, you know, at one point I lost a TV show. It, just, it came to an end, and I didn't know what to do. And the next day, leaving the studio, I bumped into somebody who said, you should come work for us. And that was his – was, everything was going to – there was always a silver lining. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was – it was in, remarkable to see, um, even in our in the process of making the film, when he his health was deteriorating, mm-hmm. he never lost hope. He never thought that he wasn't going to continue going on. Yeah, I think for me that 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 is one of the most surprising elements. Is he was such a professional. He would be in terrible pain. He would mm-hmm. you know he w- he was approaching the end of his life. We we followed him for the last two and a half years of mm-hmm. his life, um, and he would. But he would pull himself together, and he, he, no matter what, he would fight through the pain, and he would record and or film with us, and even when he wasn't feeling well, he would film from bed, and and you know, so so some of the moments we have with him are those last hard moments. But the the cameras gave him energy, and they gave him hope, and so as soon as we turned them on, he he ha- was filled with this energy you know he says inside i'm 20 what did he say 22 and and, um and he he was never uh, he never felt bad for himself he always worked harder than anyone i've ever met we submitted the film to the festival on november 1st and he passed away on november 2nd and i think on some level walter knew that his job was done that he had finished Mm -hmm. the movie and had he seen it he, he got to see some clips. We, we were with him six weeks before he passed away. Mm. And so we showed him about 15 minutes of the film. And, uh, and he was very encouraged. Walter, you know, Walter was Walter's number one fan, too. <laughs> uh, and he, he, huh? felt he loved seeing what we were doing. He was so excited about the project. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it, it's certainly a great lament that he didn't get to see the finished film. Mm-hmm. But um, his family was here for a premiere. Uh, his uh, assistant and, and companion, mm-hmm. Willie. And, Willie, uh, yeah. I mean, everybody came out, and, and they're a little bit of Walter, and they brought a little bit of Walter with them. So yeah. it was really great. Yeah. 
I've never met anyone who loves themselves so much, but also loves everybody <laughs> yes. else. Yeah. yeah, and that's a rare thing. Most people who love themselves are, you know, it's at the detriment of their love There's for others. There's only so much room in your heart, yeah. right? Yeah, right. his is expansive. He loves right. the universe. And um, can you two quickly talk about um, the animation in the film? I, I really loved that. So if if you want to touch on that, yeah, it was yeah, beautiful. The animator is this brilliant woman named Alexa Lim Haas, who um, is she also is directing one of the shorts. It, at in the Omniboat um, uh, screening. Uh, yeah, in the Omniboat film. She's a Sundance, two or three times Sundance alum. alum. But she is incredibly t- uh, talented. And, and all the animations are based on the tarot deck that Walter, yeah. that was favorites, uh, Walter's favorite tarot deck called the Rider Waite deck. Mm. And we studied it and we realized that much of Walter's life was related to the tarot deck, you know, and or could have been predicted by the tarot deck. So we have chapter headings that are all from tarot all of the animations that we use for things that happened in the past, whether it's, you know, he went through some health scares or he, he, his first moment of being magical right. um, <laughs> when he brings a bird back to life. That's yes. all in the style of the tarot deck. That's beautiful. And we, we wanted to incorporate that kind of magic quality mm-hmm. somehow. Uh, and I've known Alexis worked for a while and I've always wanted to work with her. And mm-hmm. There's never been an opportunity. So as we talked this through, we're like, oh, Alexis would be great. And yeah. We're fangirls of Alexis. Yeah, total fangirls. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Well, we have to wrap up the segment, but I do want to ask both of you before we go, um, do either of you, did you get like one of the capes? Yes, thank you, John. Or or something like that. You know, I, we, we are the biggest thing we have is the memory of mm-hmm. having worked on and spent the last couple of years with Walter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have any capes, but we did get to wear the cape <laughs> oh, well, to well, the premiere, which oh, is pretty did. amazing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, even Lin Manuel couldn't keep his cape. That's right. <laughs> so the capes, the capes stay in Puerto Rico. They live there. But yeah. uh, you know, I mean, he sent us, uh, he sent us records and yeah. movies, and we we have, we have things that he's. Well, that had to have been us. a sweet red carpet shot then. Oh mm-hmm. my God! So, we'll we'll never look that good never. again. <laughs> that was uh, the Sundance interview with the filmmakers from Mucho Mucho Amor, Christina Constantini and Kareem Tapsch. Uh, the film comes out Wednesday, July 8th on Netflix. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the interview and I hope you're gonna enjoy the documentary just as much as we did. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.